Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Support Solutions. In each episode, we'll chat about what we're up to and bring you fantastic interviews with guest experts, as well as our app of the month and top tips, all aimed at helping you to grow your VA business. So grab a cuppa, sit back and join us for a fun-filled hour. Welcome listeners to this episode of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. And today I am interviewing Gail Morgan, who is a style consultant. And Gail joined me on the podcast back um, a few weeks ago for an interview. Unfortunately, um, Joe was not available that day. She got unavoidably unavoidably detained elsewhere and so she wasn't able to be party and I'm sure she would have had loads of questions for Gail. We had a fabulous chat. I've known Gail for a while through various online communities that we are both members of and uh, I love my style and colour as you will hear in the interview. And during the interview Gail gives us lots of tips of how to beef up your style when working from home. And during the lockdown, this has been a great topic to talk about. Now, when this episode goes out, lockdown is up, down, roundabout, going to be reintroduced, coming out of it, going into it. There are very uncertain times that we live in. And one of the things that we do have control over is our appearance. And I don't know about you listeners, but for me, it's very important that when I go to work, I dress for work. I work much better when I get up, get dressed in the morning, put my lippy on, because anybody that knows me will know I love my lipstick, and um, get ready for work. And that puts me into a work frame of mind. And Gail has some great tips in this episode for how to help you get into that. And also for how to think about what you should be wearing when you are on camera, as all of our meetings, certainly over the last few months, have been taking place online. So without any further ado, I'm going to queue up the interview I had with Gail. And I'll see you later on. Welcome listeners to episode 25 of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. And today I have with me the wonderful Gail Morgan, who is going to help us with some style and color tips. Um, as you know, I like my color. If you've been watching any of these on YouTube or even, even if you're listening to them, you'll know that I love orange and dark blue and the teal color, greeny color that I have in there. So um, it's going to be great to talk to Gail about color and style. And um, Jo's not with me today. She was unavoidably detained elsewhere. So I'm all on my lonesome, but I've got Gail to talk to. So welcome, Gail. Thanks, Shelley. Lovely to be here. Great. So what, um, tell our listeners, Gail, about you and your business and, and how did you get into it and all that kind of, kind of stuff? Well, I have actually worked in the image industry probably most of my life, to be honest, um, one way or another. Most of my Saturday jobs were in retail, working in the clothes shops and things like that. Um, I had a little deviance and went off and did some geography, a geography degree and did some work with that. Um, but then I uh, ended up back as a, on a graduate training program 
um, with a big uh, uh, store. And so I traveled around the UK um, with that really, and sort of did a lot of work in the fashion side there. And then in the late eighties, my mum had had her colors done, which is, I don't know if anyone's had it, but it's a fabulous way of, and I know you have, of discovering the colors that work best for you. And I'll talk probably a little bit more about that later on, but it opened my eyes to this whole new area. Mm-hmm. And I am extremely pale. So if I put the wrong color on, I look ill, I look tired. And I had spent most of my life with people asking me if I felt okay. Um, so it was, as I say, a complete revelation. I guessed I'd be the same sort of coloring as mum. And I started to buy some of those right colours. And the response I got from other people was very positive. I'd get compliments. Not that I didn't get compliments before, but you know what I mean? It was kind of, it was just off the cuff. And people say, oh, it looked really well. And I thought, oh, there's definitely something in this, you know. And um, then when I found out I was pregnant with my son, I decided to train because the hours of retail management were too long, basically. And so uh, that's and that was 28 years ago. Um, so I've been doing it one way or another ever since. Oh, that's um, so yeah, that's kind of where I came from. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. I, um, when I started, when I started my face-to-face training company, I went to tons of networking events and my brand color at the time was violent magenta. That's the only way I can describe it. That was the color that the graphic designer steered me towards and I wasn't sure about it, but he steered me towards it. And I quite like pink. It's okay. That's fine. And so I had this pink jacket. When we got engaged, I bought this fabulous suit for our engagement party, which was pink. So that jacket became my brand jacket. So whenever I went to a networking event, I'd wear this jacket. And my hair was a little bit darker than it is now. And, um, and there was a lady, that a colorist from House of Colour, and she used to come and she refused to tell me whether it was good or not. But I got this feeling when I once said, I said, should I be wearing this jacket? And she would not answer me. So in the end, I booked a consultation with her before my son's wedding. And I can't, just like you, from always looking ill to people saying, oh, what are you on? Can I have some? Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Yeah, I changed my makeup. I changed my lipstick shades and... Just amazing, totally amazing. If I wear white, I look ill. Definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I would, I would, yeah. I really, really can't wear white. So, so that's great. So VAs, I mean, we are recording this um, just to put listeners in perspective, even though it, it's current, the date today is the 30th of June. And this episode will go out probably in late October. Uh, and so we're recording it during lockdown time. We're not sure, in fact, we were chatting before as to whether it will be similar, the same, not very different in October. And who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So, so what? So let's start with perhaps some tips about how can you dress to make yourself feel good, even when you're not going out to meet clients? What, what would you suggest? Well, my first suggestion would be to get dressed in the sense of put normal clothes on. Um, it's very easy when we work from home to think, oh, I'll just put my joggers on or I'll just, um, you know, I won't bother washing my hair today. I won't put any makeup on. And for a couple of days, you might be okay doing that, but it kind of starts to wear you down. And there's been all sorts of studies done on the mindset of actually getting dressed. 
because it does make a, a huge difference to our productivity yeah. because we kind of just we all know that if we're feeling a bit ill and we put our comfy clothes on, that's a kind of comfort blanket, literally. But if we get dressed, we, we put some makeup on, we wash our hair, we take a bit of care over our appearance, then we feel that much better. Yeah, I, I find that every so often I, I've worked from home for a long time um, and every so often I think, oh, I'm, I can't be bothered. Um, but the days where I can't be bothered to put decent clothes and makeup on, I'm much less productive than on the days when I make the effort, get dressed full, full face, <laughs> even just lipstick. That's, you know, lipstick and, eye sh- and mascara is enough to kind of lift. But I def- definitely get that. And also, you get caught out if you have to have a sudden client call exactly like this. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, having some accessories, having some jewellery, and because, especially having been through lockdown, so much of our communication is through these little boxes, we have to think about what's going on in this top half. So, you know, I've I've got a scarf by here as well, so, you know, you can kind of stick a scarf on, so you could quickly grab something that might lift or change what you're wearing. So there is a way, you know, you could just have a sweatshirt on and and stick a scarf on and you could get away with it. But if you, you know, if you haven't put your makeup on, if your hair's dirty, then it's, it's going to make a difference. And we still, we just don't feel the same. Yeah, no, I totally get that. So what about um, for when we start to emerge? Emerge, <laughs> emerge like butterflies out of yeah. a, whatever it is, chrysalis. Yeah. The word there. Um, so we start to emerge and we've got to go. And, and I know the big thing, I mean, here where I am in Israel, you've been able to go to the hairdresser for quite a while. Um, it was one of the first things that opened <laughs> up where they allowed hairdressers and barbers uh, to open under strict guidelines and nails. nails. I mean, I've had my nail lady come. It's exciting. Um, but, uh, but I know, you know, it's a big thing. And whenever I talk to anybody, they say, Oh, I've got an appointment at the end of July. <laughs> it's away. Yeah. Um, so once people start to emerge, what can they do in the interim until they get to that hair appointment to kind of make themselves feel better? Well, I mean, you know, wash it but, and use product, find some products. I mean, talk to your hairdresser if you haven't, you know, but I mean, hopefully by the July, by October, we'll be kind of a bit further on. Yeah, this is 101 days without yeah, a yeah. cut. And so um, it's, it, it, there are ways you can do it. And um, actually, I did do some tips just as we were going into lockdown, not believing that we would be in lockdown for as long as we have been. Um, you know, you can snip around the edges of your hair. You can use a product. And I talk to my hairdresser, talk to your hairdresser and find out what they would recommend. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, you know, a lot of them would say, don't touch any colouring, you know, use uh, at home colour, wait until you can. So a lot of people, yeah. there's a lot of people with a lot of roots around at the moment. <laughs> yeah. A fellow trainer friend of mine has uh, been showing off her. She's got a white streak in the middle that is suddenly appearing. And um, she, she's actually saying she's quite enjoying the transformation um, to what she really looks like and not what she's covered up all over the years. And it's interesting. I was with a client. I was talking to a client yesterday and you know she hasn't colored her hair. And actually the gray hair looks amazing because it is the right color for her. Yeah. And you know, she's been swamping it with all sorts of weird colours to try and extend the life or whatever you want to call it. 
but she looks so much better with the grey hair than this sort of funny orangey blonde that uh, it, her hair has turned out to be. Yeah. So she's actually going to, you know, embrace the grey, embrace the silver because it, the gray. it's good. Yeah. yeah. I think especially now, I mean, that's just made me think, um, you know, they, and I just posted on something else somewhere today. Age, in my mind, age is just a number. Um, it, you know, you, you, you are as young as you want to be, really. Um, but embracing the grey, I mean, the alternative is awful. So mm. I'd rather be grey in here than not here. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend that you do colour color your hair, Shelley, unfortunately, because <laughs> it's not great. But if you've got a cool undertone to your skin, actually grey hair can, can be fine. It can yeah. happen. Yeah, but yeah. I think it, it, it is different, you know, you don't, some people don't like that salt and pepper look, but an all over grey can look really striking. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have a friend, she's been completely grey since she was about 30, I think, she just went grey, and she looks fantastic, she's very dramatic, she can yeah. carry off all sorts of clothes that I can't, which brings me to another question, actually, that's quite a nice seek. I've been following you for a long time on LinkedIn. In. and certainly um, you've become prolific over lockdown with all your daily or almost daily tips which actually listeners go find Gail Morgan on LinkedIn and follow her because her advice is brilliant and really useful tips about what style what glasses what colors and all those sort of things so, so Gail's been doing a series on LinkedIn as I just said about different aspects of style and the one that kind of struck me as really interesting was body shapes and then style whether you're classic or um what is it dramatic that's what made me think of it because my friend's dramatic that was the link that was the link so so what what about personal style how many people wear the wrong style and how would I know I was wearing the, the wrong style um often I think we know really subconsciously that we're wearing the wrong style if it's if something doesn't feel right on us it can be as simple as that to be honest um but when i'm looking at from a style point of view at a person's body because style is is much more than clothes okay there's so much more to it than that and so i would look at an element of body which would bring in body shape face shape um, color, you know, those side, more technical kind of side of things, if you like. And then we've got personality. So we'd look at a start person style personality, which could be, as you say, dramatic, which would suit someone with a short um, kind of uh, silver hair. That would be fantastic. And think about the different styles they could wear with that. I also um, can do something with Myers-Briggs, MBTI. I'm trained in MBTI and there's a, a, a colleague of mine, she's kind of incorporated MBTI into style. And so we can find out what your style is for your MBTI and also your lifestyle. So, you know, those are the three elements because that's what's going to make your wardrobe. Um, but when we go back to the technical style side of things, it's all about balance. So when I'm talking about the principles of style, we look at line, we look at scale, we look at proportion. And if those are right for your particular body, then that will help you, yeah. you know 
say the the hemline that's right for you the this styling details whether you're better with something that's fitted or semi-fitted all of those different things and everyone's different so it's like a it's like a jigsaw puzzle for everyone and it's kind of finding that and, and that's what I love about it is just knowing those different pieces and those different elements putting them together yeah that's that's great that's that's really useful and um as a, as a VA coming into contact, sometimes just online and sometimes in person, and how important do you think it is to dress to match your brand? So let's say you're a VA and you love pink. I'll take my example. I didn't really like pink that much, but anyway, let's pretend I did. Uh, and you like pink and your brand is pink, but pink actually doesn't suit you as a color to wear. What? Um, how important is it for you to every so often match your brand? To be honest, if I was working with a client, I would say change your brand because that's really that's probably almost the easiest thing to do. Because if you look at your brand, you can see how brilliant it is. It's perfect yeah. for you. Um, and you probably would have been persuaded by someone else. So it's like when you get to that branding stage, it's to think about what are the colors that you like that you work with. And actually you can then work within your color palette yeah. to, to create your brand. Um, and so that, that's what I would initially advise, but it doesn't necessarily, ha you don't have to match your brand colors. It's, it's more about what are the brand values and then you can utilize your style for that. So very often when I'm with clients, I'll ask them, you know, how do you want to come across? What three to five words would you use to describe yourself? And then we can kind of work out what a style might be from that. So it's a little bit of unpacking. So, you know, most people are going to say professional. You would hope that that's how they would like to come across in their business. Um, and the, but it could be friendly. It could be authentic. It could be efficient. You know, all of those things. So it's then, well, what could that look like? And we can look at colour psychology to think of there's some colour psychology you could put into the mix there as well. So it's not just, a, oh, I'm wearing pink, so oh, well, my, my um, branding is pink, so I need to wear pink. You can actually do it in different ways. And it could be the style of clothes that you go for as well. Um, because just because you say you're professional does not mean that you have to go out in a suit. Um, you know, again, professional to me anyway, would say that you take time and care over your work. And so that again is another plus point for getting dressed in the morning, for taking care over your appearance, because subconsciously a potential client might think, well, she looks pretty you know, smart and well presented. That's what her work's going to be like, you know, because yeah. I'm sure, you know, most VAs that their work, their presentation is going to be amazing but you want to reflect that in how you present yourself as well. So it's not about necessarily just the clothes, it's your whole demeanor as well. That's really interesting because it did get to a point where the magenta really didn't fit me. And I used to look at it, I loved the logo and the imagery, but it was just, oh, and I decided I had to change the brand. And I actually went through a branding exercise with a brand person. And that was fascinating in itself uh, and looked at lots of things. And she got me to ask 10 people, so five colleagues, five friends, to describe, to, to give me 10 words about me. 
Um, and then we ranked them and several of the words came up several times, which I found fascinating in itself. Uh, and the top two were fun and honesty, honesty, integrity, that kind of thing, and fun. Um, and then we went to look at which colors represented those things. So it was really interesting. By the end of it, we had a brief that a graphic designer could go away and come back with um, the, um, the Tomorrow's VA design logo. In fact, it's very similar to my face-to-face -face training company. It's, I've just carried it through because it fits well you've got a theme then haven't you and then it, it shows some continuity yeah yeah although I don't have the face-to-face -face company anymore but um but now we've got tomorrow's VA and virtually amazing obviously is an offshoot of that so it's all kept the same and it's the same graphic designer as well so that helps but uh but definitely and, and as soon as I had my colors done and started wearing different things I totally totally felt that and what you say about feet something not feeling right I live in a hot country and that actually makes dressing the way I want to dress quite tricky because I like to wear fitted clothes and I like to wear smart clothes I don't like all the airy fairy floaty stuff it doesn't suit me I, mm. I don't feel good and it makes me look about four times the size I am so <laughs> just doesn't work. That's what can happen you know you think you're going for comfort but actually if it's the wrong shape for you you know, you just look completely swamped. Yeah. And actually not much bigger than you are. Yeah. And I've noticed that when buying stuff, any time I buy, even though I've got a tummy, which I'm working on, um, you know, as soon as I buy something with a waist, it doesn't look as bad as the thing that doesn't have a waist, which is fascinating as it's well. It's fascinating because you kind of think, oh, I'll be hiding everything. But if you have got what I would call an hourglass or um, a, a pear-shaped body, your smallest part of your body is actually your waist. And so if you hide that, if you disguise it, yeah. it makes you look bigger. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it makes you look like a blob, but it could do as well. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I just find that this whole thing about presenting ourselves really interesting. And, um, and something I think often in business we don't think about. We think oh. about, we've got to get all this work done, we need a website, we need a brand, we need to do this, we need this software, we need that package. Um, and we forget about presenting ourselves. Yeah, and that's why I kind of really love to work with people to get their wardrobe organized, because that's the key. You know, if you've got a sorted wardrobe, then in the morning, it's a breeze. You're not doing that, oh, I've got nothing to wear kind of moment or everything's in the wash or what am I going to do? You know, if you can get that, well, it's not elusive, that capsule wardrobe that works and you almost create, you know, you can create your own dress code. That's the beauty of what we do, of working from home. Um, and so you've got, if you've got 10 interchangeable kind of outfits that you can use, then you're never stuck and then you can just get on with your day. So it's like you do some work at the beginning to understand the sort of clothes that you need that work for you. And then you just, you've got them there, they're ready. Yeah, I have lots. I mean, I'm wearing a Hobbs outfit. Hobbs is one of my favorite shops. Really sad that at the moment I can't get there, especially as they've got massive sale on Massive sales. Massive sales. I keep getting the emails and I think, yes, but then I'll order it. And what if I've changed size by the time I get to get, I, I can't risk, risk it at the moment. But um, so I have several of these dresses, a shift dress, but it's got a waist and several of the camisoles. And I just decide which combination 
I've got two or three of the, I've got two different ones on the green base. I've got a navy one and I've got a, a creamy one with lots of yellowy color, you know, as long as it's got bright color on it. And then the top, which is the main color. And if I'm recording or client facing, it's very easy, um, as you say, to just say, oh, well, I'll be green today or I'll be navy today. And, and, and I know that it's going to work. When I want to go out and wear something a bit cooler, that does get a little more tricky. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and I would say the other thing to remember as well that um, you know, again, think that because a lot of um, VAs will be talking through Zoom, I would imagine, you yes. know, to clients, and so think about what's going on in this part of your body. So, to a certain extent, yes, you can wear leggings and comfy stuff on the bottom half when you're at home, but always think about what, how you're presenting yourself in the top half. As I said, you know, make sure you've got some accessories here that the colour's great for you, that everything here is good. And I've just realised my, my model is a bit out of skew, squiffy at the back here. But, you know, think about your background. Think about how yeah. that looks as well, um, because you don't want to have all your dirty washing in the background. Um, yeah. And that sort of thing. It's a bit, that's not very professional. No, that's why virtual backgrounds are brilliant, because you can have whatever you want. And yeah. also you can project your brand if you've got one. But they do sometimes make you look like you've got a green tinge it, like it I doesn't have. work with blonde hair <laughs> <laughs> I just disappear yeah and I've got one outfit that I know I can't wear with with this because it just looks awful but uh, Gail it's been fascinating chatting with you it's a real shame Joe wasn't able to join us because I'm sure that she would have tons to add to this as a VA herself because obviously I'm a trainer not a VA so uh, but I think your tips are great for everybody and as I said before if you're on LinkedIn listeners go and follow Gail because um, her, her tips are really good and in the show notes and on the web page for this episode will be all Gail's contact details and uh, do you offer workshops or anything like that Gail? Yes I do so I do um, a lot of things online now um, so I now um, do colour analysis online so if people are interested in colour analysis then um, I will uh, put the link into, I'll send you the link for that as well. Yes, please. And, um, and I can do a special offer for your listeners. So I'll do a special page for you. And, um, uh, and it's worked fantastically. So it's something I developed during lockdown. Really? Um, I had fantastic response from people. And I'm, I'm working with people all around the world now. Um, and in, obviously in different parts of the UK as well. Um, but people still get exactly the same thing that they would get if they were, came to see me in reality, um, they get a swatch which has got all their colours in, we go through a process, all I need from you is a photograph and you and uh, then we have a consultation and I can help you in your bedroom through Zoom. That's brilliant, that's brilliant. I remember we had a chat a little while ago about you developing an app as well. Yeah. How's that going? Well, the app's a little bit further behind but um, this has worked really well so far so this has been great and um, loving it, absolutely loving it. Yeah, no, it's great. And I think it's great you can do it when you don't have to go anywhere as well. Yeah. For everybody. For everyone, because it's, it just is. <laughs> just much easier. Well, Gail, as I said, thank you very much indeed for your time this morning. And I'm sure that our listeners are going to get loads of tips out of that episode. And um, thank you for being here. Absolute pleasure. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was great fun chatting to Gail 
all about style and color. And as you will have heard, it's just something that I feel quite strongly about myself. And I love my colors, as you heard. And there were some lots of great tips there from Gail about being stylish, about getting up, getting dressed for work. And in particular, thinking about your top half and what people see when you are conducting your meetings, whether that's on Zoom or Teams or any other of the web conferencing applications. So thinking about if you wear glasses, whether they're dramatic enough, what kind of lipstick you're wearing, have you got any accessories to hand? And I think all of those are great tips and great things to think about, especially the idea of having a scarf or a piece of jewelry next to your computer so that you can just switch it up quite quickly. So that's been a fabulous episode. Gail's details will be on the webpage. You've been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel, Shelley at Tomorrow's VA. You can find us on at Virtually Amazing on Facebook. At Tomorrow's VA is my business Facebook page. Joe is Joe at JLB Consulting. And we look forward to chatting with you and giving, bringing you more guests over the coming months. This episode airs on, in, uh, at the end of October and we already have a huge number of stunning guests lined up for the coming weeks and it's great fun. As ever, if you'd like to feature on the podcast, do drop me a line and let me know. We will have a brief chat, see that we all match up our aims and expectations and it will be great fun to talk to you. If you need anything in the way of Microsoft Office training, you know where I am as well. And I'll see you all next week. You've been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We look forward to seeing you or hearing you or you hearing us in the next episode, which is coming very soon.